Okay, let's just jump in. Let's just jump in. This will be like the start right here. Let's just jump oh, in. Oh, I have a good idea for how we start it. Okay. The Oscars. The Oscars. We're all familiar. They're, the Academy Awards the Academy is what Awards. they're officially known as. Do you know as. why they're called the Oscars? Because they give you a man named Oscar. Mm. Is there an actual Oscar? Yeah, they don't give you an actual man. It's like a representation <laughs> of a man. <laughs> They'd be wild if you well, they, won I a mean, man. Maybe like in like an Illuminati sense, they actually do give someone a man named right. Oscar. Right. We don't know time, what goes on behind like, the scenes. Yeah, but it's like in the Hollywood Hills mansions. <laughs> <laughs> the mansion of man. The, yeah. Of men. Is yeah. the plural. Yeah. Um, why Why is it? Who is the man? The naked man? Is it naked. based on a man? No. So what happened was that this guy. Actor, are you making this up? No. Okay. I'm not making this up. It was like. You should you know, know. Nick's an actor. It reminder. was a long time ago. There's right. like 50 of them, right? Is this the 50th year or 70th year? Or... I'll look it up yeah, but so while you like, tell your story. So an un an undisclosed uh, time ago <laughs> when they started the Oscars. It may not have been the first year, but there was this guy who like went up and accepted his Academy Award. <laughs> completely naked. <and laughs> completely naked. What was he accepting? An Academy Award. But what was the award? What did it I look think it was like? The best actor. No, but what did the statuette look I, like? I think it, so. Here's the story, Mary Ellen. If you let me finish it, was that he looked at the Oscar statue, right. which looked very similar to what it looks like today, and he went, "Oh man, it looks like my uncle Oscar." That's not true. And then for the rest of time. I I wish I could get those minutes back that I just No, wasted. you though you asked. You asked for that. That's story. not true. Okay, audience record a little bit and I I think how it went though was me saying, "Do you know why they call it an Oscar?" and then you said, "Oh, please tell me." Right, but I wanted to that. know the actual story. That's not that's the real That's the real story. story. It's not. That is the story. <laughs> it's not. Look it up. Look so, it up. If I'm correct, I get 5 points <laughs> off the star. Right away. That's not how that's how this game works. Look it up. <laughs> Look it up. If I'm right, I get plus five points. Uh, first of all, it is the ninety second Academy wow, Awards. Wow, ninety two. I remember the first one still, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I was there. Hey nay nay. I think you're <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's that's a, long a joke time ago. related to the, one of the films we watched. Yeah, I just called her an old woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um also, it was televised for the first time in 1953. Oh, it used wow. to be on radio. Can you imagine just like sitting around the radio? radio? I think listening I prefer to that, a good actor. Oscar statuette. <clears throat> it depicts a knight? What? Sure. What knights are... That's fine. The five spokes... <laughs> He's holding a crusader's sword. I don't think that's true anymore. Standing on a reel of film with five spokes. Is that... How... The model for the statuette really? is said to be Mexican actor Emilio Fernandez. Huh. So he was like naked, and they're like, I don't. Uh, okay, sure. This is all fine, but this does not tell us how it was named. It's Naming the yes, Academy okay. officially adopted the name Oscar for the trophies in 1939. Yes. However, yes. the origin for the nickname is disputed. Nicholas disputed. Uh huh. One biography of Bet Betty Davis. Bet Dave Betty Davis was <laughs> Betty. It's not just Bet. B e t t e. Bet. I'm not gonna answer. I'm just gonna let you live. I'll in, kill you. In your Who was a president? Bought, claimed she named the award after her first husband, band leader Harmon Oscar Nelson. Huh. At, a frequently mentioned originator, uh-huh. so your story is half wrong, is Margaret Herrick, okay. the Academy Executive Secretary, who, when she first saw the award in 1931, said the statuette reminded her of Uncle Oscar. There. A nickname for her cousin. Fucking nailed it. Why is her nickname for her cousin, Uncle? 
She sounds like a confused woman. No, I think that I deserve at least one point. I'm going to give myself a plus one. You said it was a man who was winning the award. But That's not what? true. So some of the peripheral so it's details ha- wait, it sounds like you actually. It, it sounds like you erased a woman's oh story. God, you I should get not. negative <laughs> 10 points for misogyny. You know what? You know what? Let's, I'll drop the five points. But I just want everyone to know <laughs> that the gist of my story was correct. And that Mary Ellen, mm-hmm. much like last uh, last, last time. No, stop. Don't sing Christmas music. Um, I've heard Christmas music in my head lately. I think I'm going insane. Well, that's very Anyway, welcome to movie. Welcome to movie versus... It's very what knowledge? What? Sorry. <laughs> welcome, welcome to movie versus movie. Yeah. I'm your co-host, Mary Ellen. And I'm a co-host, Nick. I'm a co-host. How many do we have? Well, we only have two, but you said your, and I, I'm just A. Oh, you yeah. don't want them to possess you. Yeah, I'm, uh, we are not things, Mary Ellen. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm familiar, yes. You, I can be your co-host. I don't care. I don't okay. have a lot of attachment to my sure, sure, sure. agency. Okay, well, that's just troubling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a lot of troubling things about me, Nick. Yeah, I mean, uh, so for the audience, this, one might, <laughs> this might be like a little bit of a, a, a rough ride <laughs> because Mary Ellen... Uh, is, Are you guys talking about my life? You, she may or may not be a little hungover from a party <laughs> last night that we went to. It was Very, a work party. It was a work and the party. Dr- and it was open bar. The drinks yeah, were free. Which, I mean, workplace, thank you so much. That was a very fun workplace. party. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to workplace. Yeah. and uh, It was great. It was like, it was not messy it w- it wasn't or anything messy. like that. I just drank a good amount. Yeah. Like, because it was free. Yeah. I'm broke. I don't mm-hmm. often get a chance to And also, like, kick back. Mary Ellen likes to eat bread a lot, but not a whole lot else. So you didn't eat a whole lot of the food that was Did not. around. Right. It was purely, <laughs> I just ate two slices of bread yeah. and, like, a few drinks. Yeah. Um, there, and, was, there was cheese pizza that you just did not go with. But it had other elements on it. Like it had sauce? <laughs> you, <laughs> I, can, I can leave this room at any time. <sighs> okay. Yeah, you're right. Let's get to the topic at hand. <laughs> So, the Oscars. We're all familiar. We're all familiar. Um, and now we're all familiar with the, apparently the story the behind story, the... Yeah. the um, Which was 100% correct. <laughs> Except for the gender oh, issue. God. Yeah, you're right. No, um, no. We decided to take on the topic of... Oscar snubs. <laughs> that was my air horn. I love it. I have an air horn app, actually. Uh, um, should, I, should we wait for you to pull it up? Yeah, oh. here, do it again. Okay. Oscar snubs. I don't know if that's loud enough. <laughs> Hold on. Try um, it again. One okay, more okay, time. Okay, 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 right. <clears throat> Oscar snubs. It's <laughs> good. And to be clear, we're doing Oscar snubs from this year, not just historical Oscar snubs. Yeah, we were talking about this uh, theme to somebody last night, and they're like, you know what was snubbed? And I forget. Lord of the Rings, which I agree. Was, didn't they win, like, every Oscar? No, that was the last one, which I think everyone would agree was probably the least. I got so sick of them. It's like, really? we get it. You're going to the mountain. <laughs> I haven't seen Lord of the Rings since I was a child. I was not very excited by them. All right, all right, all right. When well, did they come out? Early on? It was 2000s. Yeah, so I was, like, I was like 13. I was like, who gives a shit? Yeah, I'm no. trying to... F- I'm going through, like, an existential crisis. Sure. Well, I think that... <laughs> the, I think... <laughs> I think that this person that we were talking to was... Older. More, was... No. 
they was, were than yeah, me. Yeah, but also I think correct in that the the one that was given. Yeah, okay. An Oscar Whatever. Was but we're the, not talking. Okay, we're not here to talk about. Lord of the Rings, <laughs> I guess we're not which fighting about sucks. This, which we could fight about at any time. <laughs> which sucks. Shit. I think that today we get we're it. actually Hobbits, not going to. We're not going to be fighting a whole lot. Right, because we both like the movies. Yeah, we both really we like saw. these movies. Right. Uh, should we tell? <laughs> Tell the people what the movies are. Let's do it, Nick. You okay. go first. Uh, my choice was uh, the amazing crime thriller Hustlers. Hell yeah. Hashtag every day I'm hustling. <laughs> that um, was Nick's chosen. That was my chosen hashtag to represent my team. <laughs> and Mary Ellen, yours was? Mine. I Also, we both chose these before seeing the movies just based on what we'd heard and the yeah. hype. So this was kind of an interesting yeah. one. I was yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah. Um, I chose The Farewell. Yeah. Um, and my hashtag is uh, Nay Nay You Stay. Which was a good <laughs> hashtag as well. Thank you. I'm very <laughs> proud of it. Um, so team hashtag Nay Nay You Stay. Yeah, do you, you want know, to go first? Get ready. Yeah. Oh, are we? I guess we should probably eventually talk <laughs> about the movies we're yeah. going to talk about. So, I went first last time. Yeah. No, you uh, You probably did. <laughs> no, yeah, you did. Who so, yeah, edited the episode? Uh, you did. So I would probably be more familiar. All right. But you also listened to it, so you should also <laughs> be familiar. I listened. Was that because you edited or? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, yeah, I'll start with Hustlers. Uh, just to review the format, we are going to give each other some undisputed time to just talk about what the movies are and what we liked about them. And then we'll start kind of cross-examining each other and talk about Cross-examining? <laughs> Again, I think that this is going to be... Where were you? <laughs> where were you when you watched Hustlers? <laughs> Um, no, I think that this is going to be a different one where we're actually going to just like agree we're on the We're not going to, it's not going to be as, uh, contentious as yes. the last one. I think yeah. it's going to be more like. I think like, Nick is still hurting. <laughs> I, I, I will, uh, I will be honest. Uh, hashtag dream team did not get the support that I, I was, uh, hoping for in the community. <laughs> Literally all the replies are like, you're right, Marilyn. So yeah, 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 yeah. That's, well, uh, no, that's true. But you know. Because it sucks. You know what, though? Everyone what? that I've talked to in all real life. All your bros. No, not my your, bros. The bros the, you go the on very dream in, The very intelligent people I play D&D with and the people on my team. All Fucking like nerds. Yeah, well, Who? sure. Oh, wait, you don't have to actually name names. They should... Who? Give me your first and last name. Right. Where do they live? Give me their number. All right, so here we go. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess we should mention as well that thank you for the folks who have actually liked and commented on... We have uh, one person supporting us on Patreon. We probably should. <laughs> yeah, you, you have gotten... You, with your generosity... Yeah. ...are going to be standing upon a heap of others... Right. Uh, ...in the line to the water... The water uh, throne. <laughs> Right, we're gonna start like a water monarchy, yeah, based around the water rights we need to right. require. But and gonna you're gonna be the first Patreon person. He's gonna be a duke, you know, yeah, right, or a duchess, I guess. Whatever, but, whatever you want to be. Let yeah, us yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you come up with a title, and right. you, you uh, DM Mary Ellen or I, and we will yeah. make sure that we give you a shout out with your title. Luckily, we don't have to come up with a lot of titles because it is literally one person. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we can make this a thing, but only the first ten. So you better start. <laughs> so get in on the no, deal but now. I, I also wanted to shout out to the people who have pledged their support to the Water Lords. Right. Uh, uh, on That's the important comments. too. But I will also yeah. mention that we are Water Kings, not Water Lords. Right. So. We all, but we did invite alternate names. Yeah, I guess, and we really haven't. Uh, but we haven't accepted it. We haven't accepted it. We got the H two O narcs, which I actually thought more. I, I, my brain went to like a narc, like who's trying. Oh, to like we're narking. Yeah, yeah, we don't want to sound like fascists. Yeah, we don't want that. We're just, we're just, we're just a couple of chill water kings. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's get. Anyway, back to anyway, the anyway, 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 anyway. Yeah, anyway. All right. So hustlers. 
a fantastic movie about um, uh, a group of exotic dancers who uh, start strippers. Yeah, who start uh, their careers kind of before the financial crash uh, of the two thousands, and then it kind of explores how they are like trying to secure a comfortable life, uh, even though nobody wants to pay them anymore after Wall Street kind of collapses. And I thought that this was like a fantastic movie just because the performances were great. It was fun. It was exciting. It was also just like widely accessible to like like a whole group of people, I think. Um, and also I thought that it was a movie that was incredible at talking and telling a story about one thing, but making a really compelling case about our greater systemic issues in our society, uh, much in the way that perhaps uh, widows did. It, like, really, oh God, no, not the guns. <laughs> so uh, I just wanted to say for the, the audience that uh, Mary Ellen is not allowed to directly attack me right now with her voice, but she did just make uh, finger pistols at me, um, which is, Audience, I, think, I would never do such Which I a think thing. is a form I of would never. Uh, threatening, you know, <laughs> But perhaps we should just let that slide this time. Probably will never happen again. <laughs> no, no, it's happening again. All right. So uh, anyway, Hustlers also makes a really great um, uh, argument against the, the structure of our capitalist society. It kind of is saying that these people who have made their careers in this whole industry that kind of thrives on the excesses of kind of crappy Wall Street bankers and capitalists who are kind of um, uh, moralists. Yeah, moralists and are able to profit from their complete lack of uh, humanity are uh, then forced to like find other ways to try to extract that money when those people stop uh, giving it so freely. And I, I just thought it was such a great movie. J-Lo was, and this is where I think the Oscar was snubbed, is that J-Lo was incredible in this movie. Like just sheer physical performance alone, she deserves like some recognition and then just for the acting and everything as well it was incredible she was she was great definitely uh i thought one of the better performances uh, of her career and uh i think probably of this oscar season um mary ellen and i watched it together we both kind of talked about it afterwards and we just really enjoyed the movie and so i think that it is going to be at least worth uh, an honorable mention i think that again that this is going to be a very tight uh, competition in this episode, but uh, over to you for the farewell. Thank you so much, Nick, uh, for your time. <laughs> uh, you can put the finger pistols away. <laughs> Please, I, I just gave you the time. You don't have to do this. Um, I did really enjoy Hustlers. Shouts out. Hustlers. Did I say that, it weird? That, yeah, you just kind of put an E in there. And something I feel like you always tell me when I say things listen. weird. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me self-conscious. Well, listen, last time you just admitted to, that you didn't I edit out my ums because also, you wanted me to sound also, dumber. I, I also have a really bad habit of when I think somebody says something like in a kind of weird way, I yeah. will immediately imitate, imitate it. Yeah, no, I do that too. Um, And so I have no ground to stand on. It's really rude. Yeah, and also you were telling me the other day so that Sometimes people think it's, think it's funny. My sister... Sister Anna gets so mad. Anna, I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, the other day you were saying that in uh, uh, in the workplace, someone's computer was making a lot of noises, <laughs> and you started imitating that as well. So I you're always just, do that. You're like you're a true artist, and that you reflect right. the world back to itself. I'm a little mockingbird, <laughs> just making my way through the world, and sometimes people get offended by yeah, it. Sure, sure. I love beeping back at computers. It's one of my favorite <laughs> yeah, things. Speaking their own language. Exactly. Somebody else to talk back. Anyway, 
The Farewell. Yes. Hustlers was fantastic. Yeah. The Farewell, however. Okay. Snubbed on so many different levels. I sure. mean, Lulu Wang yeah. wrote and directed this movie based yes. on her own personal story. Uh-huh. This is, I remember when this is just my time. I'm agreeing with you. I know, but I was totally silent. Okay, I did I'm, dab and I also gave you finger guns, but I was multiple silent. Multiple times. And you also kind of cracked up a few times during my. You're allowed to have expressions. And there's that whole rant you did in there that was like, we ha- we obviously will cut that out. We, 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 but, uh, oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. Okay, go. <laughs> Hello. It's me. Um, Farewell. So it's based, it's Lulu Wang um, wrote and directed this film based on her own personal story uh, with her family, her grandmother specifically. So it's very personal, very much like, you know, coming from a a very personal space. But what's phenomenal about it, I think it's, I mean, it's, it was very, it was so culturally interesting for me because I know almost nothing about China, I will admit. Um, and so it was what was really cool for me experiencing this film was seeing how relatable and how universal like the kind of um, interpersonal dynamics uh, in this family were. Like I re- I saw so much of my relationship with my own grandmother um, and my family members like reflected in what was going on, even though what's being kind of covered and talked about is something that's very specific to Chinese culture in the way that um, – Apparently, which I, I didn't know that this is like a thing that even went down where um, kind of the basis of the story is the elderly grandmother is very sick. She has lung cancer. It's not good. And they won't actually tell her the diagnosis, um, which is apparently a thing that goes down in China with elderly relatives where if they're really sick or ill or dying, a lot of times that information will either be delayed or withheld entirely, I guess. Um, I'm saying that, but like, I, I, I should have, like, done more research, um, like, beyond the movie. But based on what the movie's saying, it's, like, because there's a scene, like, with a doctor who says, like, this is a thing here. Um, and it's elite, it's legal there. Uh, like, you, that's not allowed here in America, Um not to say our healthcare system stellar in other regards, but you couldn't get, can necessarily get away with that. So it's it's really interesting because it has that angle that's that's not familiar to me, or I guess but probably a lot of um, Americans or different cultures who don't have that element, but kind of the way that they navigate this really difficult situation and um, kind of the conflict between protecting somebody who's older, but also like understanding that they've lived a whole full life and like. You know, they have that that kind of, like, that place of respect in the family and that place of, like, elevated, um, kind of almost, like, prestige. But then at the same time, they're, like, in a, in a lesser position of power because you're taking care of them and, like, protecting them from information. And what does that mean? Like, is it disrespectful or is it respectful or what is it? And at the same time, it's paired with kind of, like, an almost coming-of-age story um, where Aquafina's character... Um, who kind of represents Lulu Wang's experience. She is in her, like, maybe, like, 20s, I think. She's 30. She's 30. Right. Oh, he shouts out. <laughs> I am as well. Um, and, she, you know, she's trying to, um, you know, parse her own life experiences and figure out professionally where she's headed, artistically where she's headed. Um, she She's not in a relationship. Shouts out. Um, so there is so much of her story I could relate to. So I loved that it offered something that was so relatable on, a, on an emotional level and on like a universal theme level um, but at the same time offered me a new perspective on a culture I did not know a lot about uh, in a way I thought was really 
um, respectful and nuanced and layered, um, you know, something that I may have had an immediate judgment on, um, but I felt like was more, much more nuanced than, than I would have anticipated. And beautifully filmed, beautifully acted, just phenomenal shit, um, which makes the fact that Joker's nominated for so many things. <laughs> yeah. Just incredible. Oh, by the way, I saw agree. Joker uh, <laughs> recently. And God, I, oh my God, I don't even have words yet. Fuck. I think we can both agree that either of these movies were better than Joker. <laughs> oh my God. It's just, it's insane. And I every year I do this. Yeah. Every year there's a movie that's nominated for a bunch of shit. Last year was Green Book. Yeah. That's just like bonkers bananas fucking terrible. You know what that means? Joker's going to win, too. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it will. And I'm sure I'll be like, ah, and like freak out and punch a window. Right. Because I do every year. The same. It's called my Oscars window. Okay. They roll it on out. Um, Let me, I just want to say. Don't point that marker at me. <laughs> I'm pointing it in really a threatening way. Okay. okay so I, I think I, I want to say, first of all, that both of these movies, I think we should get uh, right off the bat, both of them, plus 10. Better than Joker. <laughs> Better than Joker, sure. But I think we should also then give it another plus 10 because these movies are, like, telling diverse stories in that, like... Don't don't I don't like that use of the word diverse. Well, I'm not saying it in, like, a racial way. No, 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 I, I know, but, like, di like, diverse, when you use the word diverse, it means, like, a variety of experiences. Sure. But you, what you mean is it's representing specific experiences sure, that yeah, have not I been told. Right. Yeah, I guess, like, I'm not saying it's a it's bad to use that word. I just like to be very specific. <laughs> yeah, in my use yeah. No, of that I word. think that you're right. That like these both of these movies tell stories about people that are often like not in the spotlight in uh, American media, American culture. Yeah, like, right. Uh, you have kind of a Chinese narrative, and on the one hand, where mm -hmm. like even some of the stories, but it's very specific, like Chinese American immigrant narrative too. I would disagree a little bit. I think that because a lot of what it is is like you, we are invited to view a Chinese narrative through someone that is accessible to us who is like has the American culture as well, and so that's can true. Be a, a, a someone in the movie that we can place ourselves in Ariadne, yeah, if you will. exactly, <laughs> exactly, and we all. Always know that uh, an Ariadne is needed in the movie and yeah. make movies better. Uh, so, so no, I think that like um, uh, uh, Billy in the movie is really inviting us to witness a another culture's story. When you said Billy, I just remember the girl looked like Billy Eilish. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, shouts out to Billy Eilish. Uh, I met a girl. So I'm like, you look like somebody. You look like Billy Eilish, and she was like excited about. It. She and I never, look... I never had seen she it really before, does. but she had green hair. Yeah, you know? like I could, I could. Luckily, she was like, that. she liked Billy Eilish a lot. So okay, she so was, it was a yeah. Problem. So she was yeah. excited about it. Yeah, shouts out. Anyway. <laughs> that, was, that was like, that was drunk Mary Ellen. Uh, she yeah. just likes to drunk tell Mary people Ellen facts about had themselves. had like a whole thing last night. Yeah. Um, oh but, boy, shouts out. <laughs> but then uh, uh, I think on the other side, Hustlers, we're seeing and uh, kind of experiencing a, uh, a story that as a, a culture we look down upon and kind of suppress the narratives of people in um, uh, sex work and also in like lower income brackets that we yeah. like think are disgraceful or like because like being a stripper is not something to be like lauded or appreciated and so we don't we ignore their right it's stories. like the butt of jokes yeah basically. exactly yeah and so by also seeing that and driving i think a lot of like really rich cultural meaning from it we are also yeah. seeing like a whole well and and the racial element of of it being you know there's there's a latina woman um it's an asian-american woman and it's a black woman who are like part of our main crew um 
So I think, yeah, so I think that also counts in that level. Nick is adding the points now to um, the whiteboard. Yeah, I mean, like we said, it's going to be a much more peaceful um, episode this time because we both really enjoyed both these films. I do think, having seen them both, that The Farewell is better. Okay, so. How, how do you want to put the second one? What are you giving us? Plus, Plus 10. 10 for better than Joker. So, we, so both, Nick is, is allotting 10 points to each for better than Joker. And then plus 10 for how did you want to put the story? Uh, oh, um, I would say, um, hmm, I don't want to say it in like a annoying ass, really white way. <laughs> well, I mean, you are. So I, I mean, no matter, it's, I'm an annoying ass white woman. So whatever I say, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I guess I would say gives platform to less represented voices. What Do about you, represented voices? <laughs> You just don't want to write. I don't um, want to write all that out. I understand. Just put representation, exclamation point. Sure. <laughs> I'm glad I sold you on that. <laughs> and the people will know what we mean just by this discussion that we've had. And if you don't know what we mean, listen to the goddamn podcast. Yeah, idiots. Okay. I'm sorry. I called you idiots. Yeah, um, that was horrible of her. I'm on your side. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Audience. This is the thing that I'm going to kind of disagree with you on the farewell. You spelled representation wrong. Well, you know, why, why don't you go correct it? And I'll talk to the audience for a second. Okay. Go, go correct it. Yeah, okay. Thank God she's gone. <laughs> now it's just you and I, we can have a real talk about why I think Hustlers should be in closer contention than the farewell than Mary Ellen thinks. I think that the farewell was a very beautiful personal story, but I think that the, that Hustlers actually addresses kind of greater issues and systemic problems within society that I think is more meaningful to address than uh, like a, a, an emotional story. I think both of them do have emotional personal stories as well, but I think that it's kind of, they're kind of inverses of each other where Hustlers gives a greater platform to uh, discuss the greater ills of our time. The farewell really focuses in on the personal story and like the great the societal ills or whatever kind of falls by the wayside and there's not really much of that to really dig your teeth into. Oh God, she's back. Okay. I disagree. <laughs> I think a really interesting thing that the farewell does throughout the film yeah. is very kind of quietly and subtly highlight like the working class. Did you notice that? So, like, during the whole wedding, like, mm -hmm. you see, like, just the catering staff, like, hanging out and, mm -hmm. like, kind of quietly chilling and stuff, which I thought was really cool. And then there's that moment where um, where Billy makes eye contact with, I think, the sex worker um, in the hotel. So, it's all the guys oh, playing yeah. poker and, like, young, dressed-up women next to them. So, I think they're, like, hired for the evening. Yeah. Um, and they like make eye contact and have that like really intense moment where they just like see each other. Yeah. So but there's, I, 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 I know it doesn't get as explicit in it, but I think it, it's so interesting that it weaves in that theme and also like Billy's anxiety about, um, what she, you know, like that whole discussion between, you know, the scene in, in where in the farewell, the discussion between <laughs> the movie that we've been the talking movie about. Farewell. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm Wait, before we move on, though, there's something that you were talking about with the highlighting of the working class. Yeah. I think that this movie actually, in in a way, kind of is it is not a working class story. Like I all think... of 
all of the, I think there's an economic angle. I think I know no, there's wealth there. There's but, a lot of wealth, but also like the grandmother. I was looking at some of the characters as I was watching it uh, actually today. I was kind of pulling up like who like what who are these characters? And like at the wedding, some of the guests that you kind of get to talk to and stuff who's like, "Oh, I love your grandmother" and all that kind of stuff. They're all generals within the Communist Party. Yeah. And she's like a, like an upper. She's friends with them. Yeah, she's like upper echelon Communist Party person, which is, I think, one of the reasons why she is kind of, I mean, she throws together this like huge banquet and yeah, like but a few it's days not and like, just has that money. It's to, not like ritzy. <laughs> sure. I, I mean, have, have you seen the costs of weddings? Do you, have, you, do you, have you seen that wedding and fucking. She wanted to give them me. all lobsters. Then and, then she, and then she was upset that she got crabs. Right. I mean, I think. Do you think that's representative? Of I'm, I'm saying that this that means that she has a certain amount of wealth that she's able to throw did you see, away. Do you see fucking crazy rich Asians? That wedding yeah. with the fucking war coming in. Mary Ellen, I want you to listen to yourself as you say the title of that movie. I know, but that's crazy what I'm saying. Rich. I'm saying Asians. she's not crazy rich. Okay. Those were crazy rich Asians. Yeah, but that's like a different class altogether. That's like I know. That's what she's class. not in their class. No, yeah, what are you saying right now? Are you saying that there's only two classes: billionaires and that's exactly the what I'm poor? fucking saying. <laughs> no, but I do think that has interesting things uh, about like class in there, but. I think that what the filmmaker is using those moments for is to show an alienation effect between the American culture that we are used to and that uh, Billy is used to, and then what where she is kind of found herself. Can I can I talk about what the thing that you interrupted me? About? Yeah, continue on. That scene uh-huh. in the farewell. Yeah. Where Which... Billy's mom and I couldn't figure out how this woman was related. Is it the, who? Who Bao's mom? Bao's mom is like her aunt. Is is she? Yeah. But who's whose parents? Because they said she, that she was the grandfather's niece. So cousin. Okay. 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 Yeah. But but she said you only have one cousin. Yeah, but I. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know how exactly how she was related. I was just like trying sure. to figure it out. But anyway, she has a. Is it cousin once removed then? Maybe. It's like maybe. Your grandfather's niece. Right. Which means that it's his brother's daughter, so they would be cousins on. So it would be her parents' cousin. So it's a cousin once removed. Okay, 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 okay. Um, <laughs> but she ended up. She had a fight with Billy's mom, and they were talking about. That was such a weird scene. It I was liked really it. cool. Yeah, I liked it, but I was like, ooh, it made my heart kind of hurt. Yeah, Nick. <laughs> Nick doesn't like tension. Yeah, he like, like feels it. I sort of was like biting a rag, being like. <laughs> Like you were getting surgery in the Civil War. I had a bottle of whiskey to pour over myself. Uh, Yeah, no, that was like, that was an intense scene. So, But I think that like economic angle was really interesting because they talked about, it was very much an, um, you know, they're they're talking about loyalty to like being a Chinese person. Right. And like what it means to then move to America. But I think that they're For like better opportunities and that sort of thing. And then they were talking about Billy being an artist. Sure. And and if that was like a meaningful pursuit or like a worthwhile pursuit. So I thought like I I know they have enough money where that's even an option. Right. But I just thought it was really interesting 
that um, that I think there was an economic angle to that discussion. Yeah, I think there was I don't an think economic it was the whole angle, thing. but I think that the economic angle was to further the cultural divide between those people. Yeah. So I think that it comes from a cultural place rather than a class struggle place, which I isn't saying that the farewell didn't talk about important things and like, sure. you know, but I think that Hustlers is a, has a greater... More class. Yeah, it's like more about the class struggle and like how people have to deal with the shit that that puts upon and how them. deeply stratified like yeah. economic classes in America are. Yeah. So I think that whereas uh, the farewell might be a different politician that we can figure it out. I think that that, that hustlers is more the Bernie Sanders <laughs> of this presidential <laughs> field. Everything right. comes down to well, the fact that I think class. Bernie Sanders is always like stripping. Yeah. I mean, yeah. who hasn't seen that wedding video of him dancing right. and then slowly taking it all off? Right. And him being like, "It's fine. It's okay." <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, that? Bernie Sanders? Is that you? <laughs> Why would he oh my say God! That? Oh my God! Stripping? Last week, oh. Michael Caine came. We we thank God that he's feeling okay. <laughs> it's Bernie walking yeah. in the room. Oh, that was incredible, Bernie. Oh oh, he's uh oh he oh he's taken out a lozenge and he's now <laughs> just sitting down with. Oh he he's shaking his head. I think he's gone. Uh, gonna be silent for a little while. He's gonna listen. Yeah, he'll probably listen. Maybe he'll speak he'll up if he has something to think. Um, he has something to think. He's always he, has something to he, think. <laughs> He's thinking about solutions for America. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I guess you're right. You're right. But anyway, <laughs> so let's get back to our conversation. Um, uh, yeah, so I think that... Uh, but also, Billy's whole thing, I mean, there is a lot of... There's money anxiety there. Like, that conversation she has with her father, which I've had with my father, like, a thousand times, where he's like, how are you doing on money? And she's yeah. like, I'm fine. He's right. like, how could you afford to come here? I'm fine. That whole thing. But here's another thing, though, is that I think that that was a very... Like, if you talk about that conversation she has with her arguably Americanized father. Right. And then her conversation that she has with her grandmother at the end where she's been, she's given money, like, it, it is, again, there to show a cultural difference. Like, if you I think, think about it... I don't think it could just be a, a relationship difference. Yeah. Because, like, if my grandmother gives me money, it would be rude of me to be, like, no. Sure, grandma. but even think about how the grandmother says to use it. She says, don't use it on rent. Don't yeah. use it on anything important. Like, yeah. like that. Use it on something But that's you. also, like, a grandma thing. <laughs> so, it's... But it's, it's, like, I don't know enough, I feel like, to make that call. Yeah, sure, sure. Um... Anyway, yeah, so I think that... I don't know enough about birds to just be... Was it like yeah, a bird law thing? This is anyway. the thing... I oh, want, yeah, there I are want, birds in this. I want to place a, uh, a request to the audience. What, do you, us, yeah, what yeah, do birds what, mean? What do you think that the birds throughout the farewell mean? Because I think that they're there to represent anxiety and maybe like something ill-meaning towards the family because she kind of exercises the birds from the tree when she goes ha in the in america and doing what her grandmother had taught her to to kind of cleanse her body and spirit yeah so i like that was my read on it i think but... the i think the birds that show up in her room mm -hmm. are different than the end because i think the end is like she sent it out yeah and like it was like a waveform sure so, but i think the little bird that shows up in her room yeah. is something different but it happens twice and both times it's when she's finding out bad news yeah that could be a um, because aren't there like associations with birds like like crows and that's like they sure, represent yeah. things and that sort of yeah maybe again maybe it's a cultural thing that like in China maybe, uh, you want to know uh, what I think it is I think the bird was cute <laughs> and Lulu Wayne uh, was like that's this is a cute bird let's just put it in the shop and she's like I love birds and birds kept getting into my house right it's just an autobiographical I love birds, thought right in fact I just wanted more birds sure I honestly birds are great yeah but you know what can this I do movie plus has? five for birds. 
Only if you give Hustlers plus five for Mr. Bruce. Mr. Bruce. Mi- Hustlers <laughs> needs plus ten for Mr. Mr. Bruce. Bruce. I love Mr. Is Bruce. The greatest. So not since Olivia have I been so moved <laughs> so- by a dog's performance. Mr. Bruce was incredible impeccably dressed and <laughs> i think the emotion yeah i mean yeah. i think mr bruce probably should have like an acting studio in new york uh teaching other people and dogs how to express themselves so fully on screen um i would go i know oh and also i guess uh we're getting another plus five from the farewell for the the brief dog uh, uh, singing scene, which was also incredible, but <laughs> really it was probably it was like another little Chihuahua thingy. Yeah, Chihuahuas kind of freak me out, like sure. in person, because I feel like I will break them if I look at them weird, right. and they kind of like shake with a weird fury. Fun fact about the farewell. Yeah, the grandmother's sister in the movie is played by the real grandmother's sister. That's so cool. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Aww, yeah, Nene. Lovely. She did Little great. Nene. Yeah, she. I, I was like, wow. When she had that scene about like finally being able to travel with her husband, who she yeah. hasn't been with for like five years or whatever. That whole, yeah, that whole element, that of, like the caregiver like role in that. I was like, wow. Yeah. I'm going to give uh, The Farewell some, some love. I'm going to give it a plus 10 because I sobbed at the end. It was very personally touching. Like I really, really... Like, oh, man, there's the the whole goodbye scene where they're kind of, like, hurrying everyone off uh, to the airport. And there's, like, two layers there where um, the grandmother is just sad because her family doesn't isn't able to visit very often because she's in China and they're in, like, Japan and America. But then there's the, also the other level of, like, the family thinking that she's going to die, die like, yeah. any minute. And this is the last time they ever see her. Yeah. But they can't give, like, a full life, like, farewell. It's just... Oh, it was so moving. The Farewell. Yeah, it was The Farewell they of thought, the title. But, guys, spoiler alert, the grandma fucking lived. Yeah, Nene is still Nene. Nene, you stay. <laughs> yeah, she's doing the on this On this mortal coil with yeah. us. All right. So Forever. <laughs> Please. Uh, I'll tell you the scene that really touched me um, and really, like, reminded me of, of, like, my own life experiences. It's the scene where the grandma's, like, giving her the money and yeah. everything. Um and that's the first. So we learn at the beginning of the film, Billy gets news that um, the uh, fellowship she's applied for. She does not get in. She does not get. Yeah. And she won't tell her parents that she knows and she won't tell her other family members. But the first person she decides to confide in is her grandmother. Yeah. Um, which she probably does because she thinks this is the last time she'll talk to her. And right. so she's trying to like honestly represent where she's at. Yeah. Which is kind of like lost. Like she's in a place in her life where, you know, she's really trying and and – putting in an effort into something she loves, um, but doesn't have a partner, doesn't have kind of like a clear direct goal, is broke as shit, Mm -hmm. struggling to pay rent, et cetera. Um, And so she tells her grandmother this, that she didn't get the fellowship and and is like really doubting herself. Um, And the grandmother basically like expresses to her that she still believes in her and that she loves her regardless of, of her achievements and ha- like has faith in her that she's going to do something great, but is also like, where like I love you where you're at right now. Yeah. Uh, however messy and kind of lost that is. And for me, like that's the role. I have I have a grandmother who I'm very close with. Uh, Trisha shouts out. Um, <laughs> and that's the role she's played in my life. Like there's a connection to family members where you can be at, at, incredibly low points and be like, I have nothing to 
like show for myself and and just be really hard on yourself and and my grandmother has played that role where she's like I see you exactly as you are in this like very genuine moment um and still love you with and like without I'm unconditionally yeah um I, I also found that when she was saying like you like don't just keep crashing into the wall and like basically beating yourself up about like something that you have failed at essentially yeah but she was like i've walked the path of life enough to know that like it's not about those bits it's about just like it's how it's not what you do it's how you live yeah yeah how you how you go about living and i thought that like as somebody who is in a similar spot to uh, Billy in the movie. I, Same. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. yeah High bro. five. Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> um, I, 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 I took meaning from that. And like since like my, my grandmother passed away a few years ago, so I haven't had this kind of connection like for a while. But like hearing that, like you said, like I, I felt, it felt very true to like what that role in your oh, I can't believe you, you just, just tapped you your... just gave me a really dirty look <laughs> as I just, bumped the he pop He physically filter. like punched oh, his man. microphone. Uh, I didn't mean to do that. Okay, so I <laughs> Sorry, talk about your grandmother. <laughs> yeah, my dead grandmother. You just interrupted my Sorry. story about. No, I just felt like it was like it felt very truthful. And I think that I'm going to give another plus 5 to the farewell for just being like really it felt true like the whole way through. Like I didn't I didn't feel like I was seeing a uh, an idea of something. It felt like, oh, this is a real relationship. And maybe it's because it, you know, it is. But um, it just felt, if just, I, I didn't doubt a second of it the whole way through. I was just very much. I When I love movies that like, you know, it's it's an interesting story in and of itself because it's like fucking wild, like yeah. keeping the fact that somebody's <laughs> dying secret from them. Yeah. Um, but I love movies that manage to just capture something that feels so real like that. And it's, and it's like a very simple thing, like a conversation between, you know, a 30 year old woman and her grandmother who, yeah. who she loves and is close with. Um, and it, and there is something like so authentic and, and like important about that. Like I love small moments done really well. Yeah. Um, and I think the farewell has so many of those. Yep. I, I agree. And I, and I think that Hustlers maybe be is again like the inverse of that, that none of it feels quite real or true, but it uses that to kind of punch you in the gut over and over let's again. Let's talk more about Hustlers. Yeah. I, yeah. I, okay, so let's start uh where should we start with the Hustlers? What what with the hustle. If you had to like pick a scene from Hustlers where you're like, yeah. Or yeah. like elements of All elements right. of the movie. I'll give that, you a scene. It's not a d- fun don't scene. Don't be so aggressive. <laughs> I'll give you a scene. You, you to just, remember? You pointed finger pistols at me. Two of them right now. Uh, okay, so I think my oh no, that's a that's a arm bazooka. What was that? Um, okay, so in Hustlers, I think that one of my favorite scenes is also one of the ones that grossed me out the most, which was when. After the financial crash, she goes back to the strip club, mm. trying to kind of regain some of this like glory and like the money that money, she was able especially. to make. Yeah, because yeah, she, she's broke. She's broke. She doesn't have any support system. And Her she has dude a kid. is left. Yeah. yeah, and so she goes back with like higher stakes and finds like that everything has gone essentially. And she also has to then so like she goes back in and the the like mother of the club, the bartender, was like, yeah, all these strippers are just giving blowjobs for like $300 in the back room essentially and so she's dancing in the back room for this like creepy Wall Asshole. Street guy yeah. and he like puts th- what you think is $300 down on the on the couch and then it's like 
she basically doesn't want to and then has to perform like a blowjob. But then it turns out he only gave her 60 bucks. Yeah. And she's like Absolutely. crying about it to yeah. the reporter. And I thought that that was such a like an indicative, like it just, it, there's so many layers in there. Like yeah. there's the personal tragedy of that. There's like the dignity that she has like lost in that Because for her it was, yeah, it was like the line she didn't want to cross. Yeah. But she made herself in a, in a way that felt demeaning to her. Right. But even like, even though she like, but she chose to cross the line for what she thought was like a, like money a, yeah a fair she had to a fair price money kind of thing well, it's not yeah well i don't well, know like, yeah right like, like i i use finger quotes there it doesn't really come across in a podcast but she like is willing to do it for a certain amount and then she finds out that she's been cheated essentially and that this like this man and like again it, like you go up in into like the greater idea of it it's like these people who have screwed over the system and have like kind of come out unscathed while everyone else is suffering and has have nothing are still like cheating the people that they can cheat to kind of live this kind of above existence and like is like completely immoral. Yeah, and it's just yeah. like and they're impugned to punishment. Like there's nothing she could do about it. Right. And it's just like right. It just makes your stomach turn. Yeah. In like a really frustrated way. I think no, that, I was literally watching it next to you, and you were like, oh, <laughs> like Nick was ready to get it back. Yeah, but also like man. it's just because I think that this movie taps into something that even like the Big Short didn't, which is like I think that these movies are in the same genre of like like biopics the in wall a way. street yeah, crash where genre they, yeah where they talk about like a specific moment in time but from the big short short you get like from the angle of the wall street people and it's still kind of it makes them out to be bad people but people who have like like are idiots and have fallen into the system and then are like struggling to try to pull everyone back out of it um and only like a few smart ones were able to see it coming uh, christian bale yeah but but then it kind of, so it kind of makes them out to be morally neutral or even like understanding of the the hardships that they are causing but in this movie it really takes the other view where it's like these people are just users pieces of shit they just use people and like and it taps into that frustration that nobody ever got put in prison like one person got in prison yeah. for the whole crisis or whatever and ridiculous. so yeah it's ridiculous and it taps into that just like thanks primal, obama <laughs> to that primal rage that i right i'm just like injustice yeah, yeah. Of injustice and so and, I, and it does it in a very fun way so i like that scene really like kind of hit me like yeah. do you have a scene that you remember of being like nah, or just like one that you enjoyed maybe <laughs> so i <laughs> i think for me the thing i really like about hustlers so like a, a movie like the big short um it's so I felt like it was it was kind of like limited by the fact that it was much more about ideas and mm-hmm. concepts than it was about people. Yeah. Like I know it was meant to be a narrative based on real people, but like I didn't really it didn't feel grounded enough for me. The the emotional underpinning to Hustlers that I think makes it ultimately a better movie is it's not just about you know, these structural inequalities, which are fucked up and horrible. Mm. Um, And what you have too is like highly educated men who make a lot of money doing shitty, horrible, destructive things up against uneducated women. A lot, it sounds like a lot of them didn't finish high school Mm. um, based on, on, you know, different lines in the movie or if they did, you know, never, definitely never went to college um, who come from backgrounds where, you know, financially their opportunities are very limited. Yeah. Um, you know, they're immigrants or children of immigrants. Um, they're, you know, the main character, her mother abandoned her, you know, they're, they're products of trauma. Um, 
So they have all these added limitations and they're just trying to, you know, survive and make it in the world. And so there's a gender element, a race element, a class element. Um, and I, you know, on top of all of that, there's these, these really interesting interpersonal relationships. Oh wait, Nick is distracting me right now because he's adding things to the board without my permission. A plus grandmas to the farewell. <laughs> and to what, what do you mean multiple grandmas? Yeah, because in Oh, hustlers, like grandmas throughout the world? No, A plus grandmas, because in both movies... Oh, the, they, her yeah. grandmother. What's the main character's name again? I'm sorry, I forgot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, ooh, I, I saw it like a week ago and I saw I a farewell this morning. So <laughs> it's a little less fresh in my mind. But, like, yeah, there's also what you were kind of saying about interpersonal relationships. like Destiny. Destiny. Uh, Destiny is the main character. Yeah, so Destiny. Played by Constance Wu. Yes. Destiny is, like, like you're shown her, like, kind of moral compass, which I think is really important for setting up the rest of the movie, um, in the first, like, 15 minutes where she comes back from a night of stripping and, like, gives her grandmother the money that she made. Yeah. And so, like, you're able – because her – and her grandma's, like – trying not to bother her and has, like, sold her prized necklace so yeah. that she can, like, you know, not bother her granddaughter. And it's just, like, it's, it is just heartwarming from the moment. But then, like, I mean, later on, you just, you get the fun side of her grandmother as well. Yeah, that, that was a great character, the <laughs> yeah, grandmother. Yeah, 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 the grandmother was great. Um, but I, so what I was saying was, so you have all these elements of, like, the structural horseshit, yeah. you know, that's going on. It's like, fuck all that. But on another level, I think the emotional core comes so much from, it's like a very specific kind of like women energy, Yeah. you know, where it's like, it's these relationships. Like I could, I've, I will admit I've never worked in like sex work. I've never been in the strip clubs or anything like that, but I could relate to like, like I've had relationships and friendships with other women. That's like gets on that deep of a level where it feels like you're like taking care of each other and like showing each other things and like telling each other to watch out for stuff. And it's like that, like there was such a warmth to that. Like even that first scene, I think I audibly was like, oh, where, where JLo and, um, gives she, her part of the coat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like warms her up, her little yeah. chinchilla like for yeah. a coat and like warms her up and like literally takes her in under her wing. Yeah. Right. Um, and so there's like, a, and, and obviously those relationships get really com complex because you know, JLo's trying to hustle and yeah. she's, she's, she has kind of an antagonistic relationship with the world yeah. where she is able to kind of shut out her conscience, you know, more right. effectively. Um, would you, some of the would stuff you agree she does. that Hustlers deserves uh, five points for big women energy? Big women energy. Oh, I thought you meant big women. I'm like, well, Liz is there. <laughs> no, just like there's a lot of women energy. Yeah. <laughs> big women. I don't know if I... Fine. Big women energy. I'll, I'll just do women energy. <laughs> just all women. Big women, small women, they're all there. Um. Yeah, and so there was like a real beauty to that. I'm like... Obviously, it's like it's not oh, like plus five. Going back to the Lizzo, yeah, plus five for Nikki and Lizzo. No, no, not Nikki. Cardi, Cardi. yeah, Cardi and Lizzo. Cardi's right, like monologue up. is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> I think that it deserves at least five. For yeah, the no, you're right. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, absolutely. Um, but so I and obviously it's not like women are are necessarily like beautiful, perfect angels. Like obviously they fuck each other over and they fuck up and they're not always good to each other. But that is also like part of friendships and, you know, it, especially friendships when you're both dealing with external bullshit that, you know, if in a perfect world, you know, you have that scene where they're all at Christmas and they're all giving each other expensive gifts mm -hmm. and like showing affection for each other. And that's like, 
if you if they had all the resources they needed, they wouldn't have to be as cutthroat, you yeah. know. Um, so there's I just there's a lot of like beauty, you know, in a very like it's weird to say pure about like a stripper movie, but there was a lot of like purity where I'm like, yeah, like you know they're they're you know showing her the ropes and stuff. It's it's, it's nice. It's also really interesting in that it, the strip club is sort of a socialist environment. Where when they like, especially at the beginning when everything is going well, like all these people are taking care of well, each other. Well, when the money's good. Yeah, when the money's yeah. good, everyone is taking care of each other, and making sure that everyone is like okay and gets right. enough money. And, but like, from what what I've heard about supplies and all that kind of what stuff. I've heard about like working at strip clubs though, it does get clicky. Sure, sure. <laughs> and but like I there think... is, but there is that like if you find somebody who is like it will stick up for you. Yeah. That's like your. It's like any workplace. It's like you'll find your people. Yeah. Um, but I think but... that like that might be true in the real world but i think that this movie was showing a difference between the ruthless capitalism of oh yeah you're not gonna find that energy (laughs) in fucking you know whatever and then wall street yeah so you have like the ruthless clientele like capitalists and then you have a a more socialist environment that people are actually making meaningful relationships and thriving in and i think that that was like a really interesting dynamic there well it's still i mean it's still capitalist yeah right but it's i mean what it is it's just like it's showing yeah it's showing an alternative to that um that brutality and that like sadism and that like doggy dog bullshit yeah it's like we can actually foster these these loving relationships yes which in a in a world that's like like they showed like even when things were good occasionally people would be just fucking terrible like when they were throwing food at them when they were dancing and stuff like that like it can be a degrading world and so they have to foster these relationships you know to like take care of one another yeah um, and like I think there's also there's like a real feminist angle on this movie as well absolutely. because like multiple times like one of the big things that like continues to occur between J-Lo and Destiny is like Destiny being like I don't want to have to rely on anyone I yeah. just want to be able to take care of myself right uh, which is so fucking real yeah. like that feeling of like I, I I've had that from like a different angle and like in um kind of like an ability angle and like a, a wellness illness angle. Mm. Um, but for, and from like a class angle of literally being like, I have only known depending on unreliable people and yeah. I, and like a, and a, a gendered class angle. Mm-hmm. Um, and the unreliable people in this, in this men. movie are men. Yeah. Right. Which <laughs> like is, it's a very, board, it reminded which... me of widows in, in yeah. a lot of ways. Like all of those women were kind of relying on yeah. unreliable men. And then it's also like, even the kids are, young daughters and so it's yeah like, it was sort of like an intergenerational thing there and like absolutely the housekeeper, with the grandmother yeah, and the, yeah. yeah 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 everything yeah. um so i thought that was really cool and it's also like as a man like i don't have access often to that sort of like i don't have that glimpse into that life because you're not like looking at uh, people's windows to yeah, see, yeah like, women watching, being like wow these women look like they're great <laughs> friends <laughs> I love women friendships. As they pull the shades in front of me. They're like that goddamn guy is <laughs> that in the guy bushes is again. Back. Yeah, no, no. I, I don't I don't get to do that anymore. Right, because of the because, restraining yeah, orders. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Woof. But yeah, so What I, a world, Nick. Yeah, you know? this is, and this I think is also doing a service as well because th- it yeah. it provides a because I think that the premise of this movie probably attracted a lot of people into the theater that yeah. are not the people who would go to a movie that build itself like that. Like yeah. I don't think that the people that went to see Hustlers are the same people that went to see Widows. 
Yeah, even absolutely. though they have similar things that they're trying to say. Yeah, and I think so. In in a way that maybe makes it more effective, even if it's on a subconscious level, because it's uh, providing. It's like they're serving you your vegetables. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like they're covering those your vegetables and you know some sexy sort women. Of, yeah, sexy women. <laughs> All right, well, that's how I like my vegetables. Um, I will say, like, if we're talking about like feminism too, like that scene where. Um, Destiny is watching um, J-Lo's character, yeah. whose name I also forget, because I was just like the whole time, I'm like, there's Veronica, J-Lo. Maybe? No, no, that's from Windows. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll look it up while you keep talking. That where she's watching J-Lo's character dance for the first time. It is so fucking cool because it's like very explicit. So this is directed by, both these films, by the way, are directed by women. So we're definitely going to give both points for that. Yeah, we are. Um, because, you know, women aren't usually allowed cameras. Um, <laughs> so it's just nice that somehow they got around the laws, you know, around that. Um, but it's so cool to see. It's literally like, like you see like the male gaze happening. But what Constance is seeing is like fucking art and like an athleticism. She's like, holy shit, this woman is like owning the room. Yeah. She's fucking killing it. And like she's admiring her from that angle. And we see it through her eyes. And it's so fucking cool. And like, I, and the performance is like great. And it's to, um, to, uh, that Fiona Apple song. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just fucking cool. It's like such a moment. And it's so different from like, how like men would like men who are attracted to women would be watching yeah no i have something to say about that but the the name is ramona for ramona character but like there's i i that kind of clicked with something in my head where i realized that every time you see uh ramona and destiny together and they're stripping for men and they're kind of like tag teaming it so that they can get more money and everything yeah whenever you do that or whenever the director shows that they're always focusing the middle of the frame is always on their eyes. Yeah. So like you never see any of like the nudity. It's more about watching them look perform and look at these. They're men. still the, they're still yeah. the center. Like their experience is what's being centered. Yeah, and it's also like they instead of them like being very male gazy and them having lot like it's still sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, totally. It was like plus, oh, plus oh. five for sexy, but. <laughs> Also, like, if you even, if you just lowered the frame so that you, like, include that, you take, like, status away from them, I think. Yeah. And in this way, you are giving them, like, they literally, all the men are shot from above and they are shot dead center of frame. Right, because they are, they are our primary characters. Yeah, they're primary characters and they have the power in these situations. And I think that um, even when you have that scene I talked about earlier, uh, where the guy like cheats her into a blowjob, you are the camera is angled down at her, and it's about yeah, and it's yeah. about her experience like of that moment, and so and it's like a fall of cl- uh, of um, uh, power and status. Yeah. and I yeah. feel it's just very smart filmmaking. I thought it was really well done. There's also a really great shot where they're taking these men who are they've drugged. Oh yeah, <laughs> the movie's about them drugging men and like stripping all <laughs> right, the money. Right, because eventually, them. eventually, you know, they're not giving money as freely, and so they go out to. At first, they're just trying to recruit guys to come back to the club. Right, but then it becomes comes hey let's recruit them and also <laughs> just take all their money. just knock them the fuck out yeah. and like ring up their cards which right. is cool and good and i on it and it's praxis and yeah and like <laughs> frankly we should all be doing it <laughs> i also thought it was really interesting when, uh, okay let me tell the sh- um, ah, there's so many things to talk about yeah um but the shot where He's they're kind of dabbing right now <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they are when they take the men. They it, and the camera follows them out of yeah, the bar really into cool. the car, through the car, and into the club. Right, just a really great one shot that yeah, I loved. It was cool. Um, but what I was gonna say as well was that I thought that it was interesting how 
the morality is also like in the movie narratively like it it acts as karma so like when they are doing what feels righteous and like right to like strip the money out of these men who don't even really care for it because many of them come back for another experience essentially you find out later when the police yeah. are talking about it. right but like when they when they do this to them it's like karmically feels okay and they are not punished for it but then when they when like uh Ver- veronica ramona mm-hmm. uh begins to like set her her sights too far yeah she yeah. goes too far and starts preying upon people who have also been disadvantaged it's like karmically they they become the people who are essentially the same as these wall street people who are just using people and stripping the money out of the right. ones who don't have it to give and it's like very, well, it's, i mean i'm jokes. sure financially the dude was like well yeah i mean like because he was it was what like bankrupt or i he, forgot he like he was gonna lose his job he right was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, was yeah, like yeah. losing his kids and like his yeah. wife died and like he was like had very down on his luck right um and almost like a comical way of like every single part of his <laughs> right. life was fucked yeah <laughs> um but like and i and maybe it was a little heavy-handed there because it was like this is the person that's this gonna is bring the one down that's the operation. Sad. right because yeah. and i don't think you know obviously it's illegal but i don't think they actually like i don't think the movie comes down hard on them for what they do up to that yeah really. which i think is and even like so julia styles plays the reporter because this is based on a Ooh, on this. an actual yeah. um Story. An actual story, an investigative report. So Julia Stiles plays a reporter, and she even is like, you know what? These guys are fucking assholes. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we hate them. But it's like, it's like obviously, like you know, I don't know. It, de- I, it depends on your politics as far as you want to go with uh, how you treat capitalists. Yeah, and it also like some people think these dudes got off very easy, yeah. just getting drugged and robbed. Yeah. Um. The but then also fuck the, them, but the, the movie kind of like like slaps the the viewer for starting to drift away from the main character yeah, too yeah because you're like they're you're like oh this they are drugging people and they're taking them and they're just like taking all their money like because it like has those string of shots they, and of the dudes them. are literally yeah. like <laughs> they are they're and it's hilarious funny. it's played for yeah. comedy yeah and they're like just... ordering wings and stuff and they're like, <laughs> they're, like eating on their like prone yeah, bodies yeah, exactly but, yeah. and it's like five thousand <laughs> like five thousand dollars they're swiping through i will say uh, kiki palmer um who plays mercedes yeah is very funny she's very funny She's the, she's, she's the girl great. from the I'm um, sorry to this her, man meme. Her running away from, <laughs> from the hospital is a very funny scene. But um, yeah, so I think that uh, the movie does kind of like course correct you because you're like, oh, these people are kind of garbage yeah. for doing this. And then the the reporter like says that they're like, you are drugging these men. And right. Like I like oh, I'm not judging. And then she's like, like where are you from? And she's like, oh, my yeah. parents were like a psychiatrist and a doctor or and whatever. And she went to Brown. And she went to Brown. So and now she's a, yeah, and now she's an investigative journalist for like for, the New York Times right. or whatever. Yeah. And so it's like, it, it like says, okay, like viewer, you are yeah. like of a certain class yourself probably. Right. You are viewing yeah. this through your own class experience. Yeah. And it, and it reminds you to like keep track of that. And I think again, right. it's like And smart. it's really, it's, I really enjoy like the framing of it because you're seeing you're seeing the story, but it, you're seeing that Mercedes, or not Mercedes, um, fuck, Destiny yeah. is telling the story. Um, and she is getting a little, she gets alternatively like defensive, but then will tell you more, but then is like questioning the reporter's motives. And so it's it's not only her relationship to the reporter, it's her relationship to the audience. Yeah. Um, which is really, it's a great way of keeping her centered. Like it's like when you start to form your own judgments, this actual woman is here to be like, hey, 
hey, fucko, yeah. you know, like whatever you're thinking right now, you have to understand where I come from and yeah. what I've fucking dealt with. They, like it forces you to contextualize. Yeah, which, which I think is so smart. Yeah. And I think that there's also a really interesting, like, I don't I don't know if this is me placing meaning that the, the filmmaker didn't mean to. Yeah. But it also kind of like all of the men are portrayed as sort of like hapless and stupid essentially <laughs> which is great but then then you have the moment where uh destiny flips on her friends and she kind of goes along with the men and then ends up what looks to be better off than her friends like she when she's being interviewed has like these gold bracelets mm-hmm. and like a very like well she's like very well dressed and she's doing it in her house yeah. and when we see uh ramona again she's like working back in retail mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff even because she didn't flip on her her friends right and so it's sort of like for me it was also sort of like a moment of like oh the the patriarchy still sort of like yeah absolutely kicks you in the groin sometimes right. And like, and, like, loyalty to that system will pay. Will pay. You're yeah, right. She's going to be, like, a pharmacist and all that kind of stuff. Right. And Which is ironic. Yeah, which is ironic. <laughs> and it That scene with them trying out the different recipes. pretty great. So yeah. funny. This movie is funny as fuck, I yeah, think. Actually, yeah. Actually, like, can I get five points for comedy? Yeah. Okay. You and can then, get five points for comedy. I'm going to, don't worry, I'll still add more to the farewell. Okay, great, like, great. we'll come, we'll litigate this. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's very, and... I think it, it takes a really smart, like, moral perspective throughout and and lets you know that with where it's it's inserting the comedy. It's it wants you to laugh at like the assholes, yeah, you know? Yeah. So. And it really and it's like sort of like <laughs> it's like uh, you gave a robot uh, a task to write a film that follows like uh, what's the law where you uh, don't have two women talking to men? Oh, Bechtel. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like you're like, okay, robot, write a Bechtel like A plus film, and it like spits out <laughs> hustlers. Which My is... favorite are when people take like the most bizarre like media and are like, this passes the Bechtel. Which is like you can find fucking. So like, yeah. obviously, it's not the be all end all of like, is this a sure. feminist film right. or not? But it is. It, you know, it's a helpful framework, but it shouldn't be. Yeah, know. but it was but just yeah. like I just thought it was funny that. Literally every time you see a man, he's either like kind of a passed host, out, yeah, like passed out, <laughs> totally like an asshole or right. morally bankrupt, right? Or just like stupid sack. and hapless in a sad yeah, sack. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and it's like very because it's not about that. Yeah, it's, it's like really this is not, not your movie. Yeah, I which I'd be I'd be interested to see if there was like angry men. Yeah, who are like this is insulting. I, I bet there was. Oh, but yeah, also, sure. like again, I think this movie is very smart because it's like this is a movie about strippers, guys. Like you don't have to be angry because it's about strippers. Yeah, like look at the boobs, guys. <laughs> yeah. Calm down. Yeah, it's like it's so funny because every time there is like nudity, it's yeah. so pushed to the corner of the frame yeah. that's like not. There's one girl just like tits all. out right yeah. in the scene, but it's like not focused. Yeah, on. and she's yeah. like talking, and she's like, yeah, I have to like start doing this thing. So I have to pick up my kid from daycare or whatever it's just it's like so like humanizing yeah, yeah it's like it's again it's like there are probably people who are like oh fuck yeah like j-lo's so hot in this and i got to she see is. some tits and all that kind of stuff <laughs> some but it's like it really just i think even subconsciously puts a data point in their their yeah soul that they're gonna ha- it's gonna start affecting some of that was, that's <laughs> one of my have you ever seen the movie black swan yeah 
it was marketed as like, oh, like Natalie Portman so and Mila hot, Kunis yeah. kiss. And there's this <laughs> sex scene, blah, blah, blah. And then you see it and it's like, fuck men. We horrify you. And like, yeah. it's so good. It's like b- both like fuck men and then like our struggle for greatness will lead us to destruction <laughs> or whatever. That's fantastic. Movie. It, it really is. I love that movie. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, I want to also say when I was talking about like female friendship and like the purity in that yeah. and stuff, I teared up at that scene where they're talking about like so after the the stories come out, yeah. um, Destiny calls Julia Styles, yeah. who I sure has a character. Her <laughs> name is Julia. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> she calls Ju- Julia Styles, um, and she wants to know. She knows that she talked to Ramona, and she wants to know what Ramona said about her because mm-hmm. she deeply cares, yeah. and they haven't talked. Um, and Julia Styles tells her an anecdote where, and we like see this play out. Um, and Ramona's in the interview with Julia Stiles and and shows her a photo of um, Destiny that she keeps in her wallet from when she was a child. A child, yeah. And that and she has a photo of herself as a kid and a photo of, of Destiny. And she like reflects on Destiny being a kid and says like, if I'd known her then, you know, maybe things would have turned out differently for us. Yeah. And that I'm like getting emotional <laughs> talking about it because it's so like I've had friendships like that where it's like. When you know a person and, like, when you love them, it's not just, like, who they are then that you love. It's, like, you love them and, like, feel like you know them and and want to know them at every stage of their life. Mm -hmm. And, like, that whole – that thing of, like, she sees Destiny she sees, like, the little girl that she was and, like, loves her and wants to protect that little girl. And she was enraged about the mom who, like, left her there. Yeah. And And it's like, how could you... She was the dad, of course, because... No, the mom left. Oh, was the mom? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And she was like, how could you leave her? Yeah. And, like, the love and, like, protection she felt and, like, but they were, like, peers and stuff, but there was, like, kind of, like, a mentor, like, mom kind of thing going on. Um, that was just so, like... Wonderful, yeah. Yeah. And there's, like, a small detail of when that she puts it back in her wallet and everything. She puts it so that they're, like, face-to-face. Yeah! And so, like, the backs are out. And oh, I was my like, God. Yeah, it's it was, a very it's good real, shot. It's, and that, that's, like, really beautiful. I yeah. feel like that's not... That sort of... You don't see that. Like, a lot of, like, a lot of media depiction of women is, like, catty bitches and blah, 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 yeah. blah. But it's, like, that kind of... That level of, like, of just, like, love, yeah. you know? Like, like like friend love it's just like that was really nice and and also it's it's funny because like it is the capitalist like drive that ruins that for them yeah you know that the moments where you see them really not jiving together essentially right is because of the the greed because ramona is is continually striving despite the ethics of the situation. Yeah, right. And Destiny is trying to hold on to... Something, yeah. <laughs> some kind of moral line. Right. You know. Um, she's not, you know, turning down the money that they're making, certainly. Yeah. But it's, you know, a struggle. And, and also... You can and, see it in, like, the way that they spend it, too. Like, Alice... Yeah. Or not Alice. The Who's the woman... The, uh, the, the white stripper. I forget. Oh, uh, God. But, yeah. Well, anyway, she, like... Her whole like the vomiting you, one, yeah, the vomiting one also <laughs> hilarious. But like the her whole Annabelle. goal, Annabelle, her whole goal was to have a place to live. Like, yeah, she, like, she was thrown out of her, her house. Yeah, her parents kicked. Yeah, her. and she was like has like a very like modest apartment and like compared to compared Ramona's, to Ramona's yeah. like palace in the middle of Manhattan right. or whatever. So yeah, there's, there's 
just very There's some smart. interesting yeah. stuff, yeah, going on. Um, back to the farewell, though, because we've talked about Hustlers for a while. I want to get some closing remarks that we can talk yeah, about. Yeah, so I will say, so, I I mean, now that I've talked more about Hustlers, I'm like, that's such a good movie. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, I'm not very good at competitions. Yeah. Well, this um, one's especially because I think that, like. They're both get, really good movies. Yeah, Hustlers, I think that you, there's, there's a, a lot in there to find and to appreciate and to love. Yeah. Whereas the farewell is just like an emotional like judo match where it just like wrestles <laughs> you to the ground. Yeah. It's just like, man, uh, it just continually kicks you in the heart until you're like, okay, fine. I do feel this thing. <laughs> <laughs> fine. I'll cry. Um, uh, the farewell, I mean, the levels going on in the farewell are like the, that like cultural level that's, yeah, that I think really is so is interesting. Really, yeah. And uh, and I think you know, it's it's a it's a familial picture. I mean, Hustlers is like a found family picture, whereas yeah. the farewell is like about your actual like. Which is a family. very like very cultural, vibe. Yeah, it's like very culturally like very American of like you pick your family. Yeah, and then the, there's the, definitely uh, uh, isn't there a line where they in America? Oh, that was so interesting that conversation with the uncle. Yeah, where he says in America everybody's like it's all you yeah. you own your life and yeah. it's yours but here you are part of a larger group yeah you are part of something and i love the the thing that he says too where he's like we aren't lying to her what we are doing is carrying the emotional weight yeah. for her and right? it's our duty to do that so that she doesn't have to and i thought that was like super interesting where it's like oh man these people do not see this as like uh like something it's that duplicitous. They are, yeah, it's duplicitous. It right. is a service that they are doing, and then they must suffer in silence. Right. Uh, but it's like it's so it's so interesting because it's like like what Billy's arguing is like it's disempowering. Like, yeah. what if she wants to do things? What yeah. if she wants to make plans? And they're like, what plans does she need to make? Yeah. So it's like it's it's really it's it is like they're justifying it as this like respect, but it is like disempowering on that. Yeah. So it's so interesting. The woman who played Nene is like I am a little upset that she didn't get a best actress nod i think aquafina should have gotten a best she won best actress at the globes yeah i know i so we disagree on this i think aquafina was really good in the movie and served her purpose Mm -hmm. like perfectly in this movie but i don't like her emotional state is fairly static throughout it i don't think so at all i think that she is she like what her job is to show the audience how this knowledge is weighing on her and seeing how that interacts with her family and all that kind of stuff. Whereas I think in Hustlers, you have like a very, you have these people going through sort of like a bunch of different highs and lows and for different reasons. It was a much and longer. Yeah, yeah, it's like a longer period of time. And mm-hmm. also it just like, I think it stretches them because it also has to show like their growth as like, I think it requires more of the actor to maybe do some of the stuff that Hustlers did. Whereas... Well, physically, for sure. <laughs> physically, definitely. But, uh, that dance oh, was yeah. fucking... Like, like uh, literally, while I was watching with Nick, I was like, how? How? Like, how do you make she a body... She is holding herself up with her heel. Like, <laughs> it's like, incredible. Yeah. yeah. It's, it was very like, impressive. Like, the physical achievement alone. Yeah. Um, I would I would be horrible at a strip club because I'd just be like, this is amazing. Yeah. People would be like, you need to leave. Yeah. Him. This is not You're what ruining the vibe. Right. Um... But uh, I so the reason I like Aquafina's performance so much is like, I mean she's su- she's like such an emotional core and her and I think it's so interesting the way she processes like she talks about how her childhood there like it it felt like something that was like like her relationship to China is so deeply connected to her childhood experiences. And she talks about how she didn't really know what happened when her grandfather died yeah. because of this tendency of like protecting your loved ones from information. 
Um, and and how it feels like it's it's being like taken from her. Yeah. And and, and she's in like, a way she and all can't, I could see on. in your eyes were like fear for yeah, her mother. Yeah, and I didn't it's, understand. It's a great, it's a great scene, but I, <laughs> but I think you'll but agree I, that every time Nene is in the frame, you're just watching her. Well, she's fantastic. She's so she's so good. interesting. Like and she, and little things she did like reminded me so much of my grandma too. Like I love the scene of them when she's doing her little like exercises. Yeah. And like Aquafina's kind of teasing her a little bit, yeah. but then is like and she's like oh like stupid child. She's yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Like it's just there's so much sweetness there. Yeah. Um, and like, but also you see so much. You see this person who's like. So this whole movie is like it starts with lies. Right. And it goes through the whole thing. Everyone's just lying to each other right. all the time. Right. And it's so interesting because... the grandmother lies to Billy about yeah. the fact that she's even get, like in the hospital getting checked out right. in the first place. Yeah, and even like... And it's so funny because it's lies built on lies. Like, Nene is like lying about stuff because she doesn't know the greater lie that is causing some of right. the things that so she has to lie So she's trying to protect about. Billy. Billy's trying to protect her. Yeah. And it's like, guys, just talk about it, please. <laughs> for the love of God. And it's like... And it's just so good. Um... But I think that I you... love, and the scene I'm talking about Aquafina's acting and the scene with the speech where the grandma's like, please go up and do a speech, and she's like so sad. Yeah. And does this very glum, like, I'm so happy to be back in China. <laughs> it's yeah. so wonderful to see it. Like, I just it was so good. Or when she's like walking up and she's like super sad, and then like her like, like Nene looks back at her and then she goes over and she's like, Hey Auntie. <laughs> and like, just, like it's very good. Like I I but like I agree, Aquafina did her part perfectly. It was, like, very, very good. But I just, like, if I was to give a, a it best actor okay, in this yeah. movie, I would want the Nene. actress who played Nene to get it She's 100% of the time. Yeah. And, but also, like, it, and this is another thing, is that Aquafina, and maybe it was the way that it was shot, felt much more like American acting, where you're like, mm. oh, this is a performance. Whereas Nene, I was like, this is just a person that exists. <laughs> it's just, yeah, like, Nene around. very real. It just, it, it was, like, 100% just like her. Yeah. And, she, and like, it, it's amazing. Maybe it felt like a performance because she was performing. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like she's lying the that's whole true. time. Yeah. I. God. I. Maybe it's subjective. Yeah. <laughs> Art is I, subjective, man. I, she just really like she really moved me. Like yeah. even just her like looking at the bird. I don't know. But like Shouts out her to the bird. for like but for me the part where I really started crying. I guess I'm, maybe this. Oh God, I'm feels. Yeah. <laughs> feel a little sad. Let's well, just cry about these two weeks together. Yeah. But like. When she Aquafina's hugging Nene to say goodbye, oh my and God. she's just and she's just sort of like on her shoulder, and then she's just like, "Are you crying?" And then you just like hear Nene like her voice and how she is crying, mm-hmm. and she's like, "No, no." And then her like stumbling out after the car, it's like you and just the weight of feeling like this woman hasn't seen her kids in twenty five years. Yeah, like that because um, her the brother who's Aquafina's dad moved to America, and the other brother moved to Japan. And so there's like a there's yeah. tension there, and also the, and he yeah. feels that scene with the brother, the uncle, mm-hmm. um, because the and it's after the uncle's like you're gonna give it away, you're so emotional, blah blah, and then he has to give a speech at the wedding and just like breaks down, yeah, because he's, like, he's I'm like I'm so, I'm so sorry, happy as, yeah. he, as he is sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's so it's so good. Yeah, it's great. I love. And then like the the. Another an undervalued part of this story that I thought was really really funny. Yeah, and I think maybe uh, it was just really great. Was um, his Japanese wife 
who couldn't speak Chinese. Oh, yeah. But was just like there the whole time and being like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, oh my, like, what am I asked to do right now? This is right the woman now? that the cousin is marrying because yeah. they, they're giving a pretense for everyone getting together, yeah. but they like, have only been dating three months. Yeah. And so, and it, like, there's a lot of times where she, like, they're like, oh, maybe you'll come back with a baby next time. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's like happening. It's like, and it, you, and you immediately, like, for me, my my heart just like opened up as I was like being, you know, what it's like when you're in that, like meeting the are, family. Yeah, but the, you're yeah. like you're the the one out of the group. Yeah, and the group function. Because she doesn't even speak Chinese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like completely She's, left so, but out. But she knows that there's like yeah. the lie going on. But she has no like as the scenes progress, yeah. she like doesn't know what's happening. And like like every so often, the son will like turn to like talk to her and then her eyes will be like oh <laughs> it's like it's just so good it's it's really, there's yeah there's a lot of there's like a lot of like dark comedy yeah. in this one there's yeah. like little really funny moments and i i think this movie does a really great job like it is such a full like you it is a web of relationships like no, yeah n- none of the family that are complicated yeah and they yeah. and it's like some of the family you like don't get along and yeah. some of the family and like some of the family they like like their ideals because they're culturally from different places or are living in different places now. Like you can see the uncle like get visibly mad at Aquafina for telling yeah. her dad not to smoke, and then her dad refuses the cigarette, and her uncle is like pissed annoyed. About it. Yeah. yeah, there's and like she, a gender, yeah. Like, yeah. like like adult child thing. It's like, like a whole thing, and it, yeah. and it just it felt like so. It like it feels like all the again. It feels like all these people are real living yeah. people that we're just like allowed to look at right and it's really in, great. in ways that are that are that are uh, outside my own lived experience but par- like parallel enough yeah that i'm able to to connect and, yeah. and understand on a level um which is so hard to do it's such an achievement so here's the thing that i wonder about is like would this movie be better without that little bit at the end that's like nene still alive six years later and if it just ended with Nene waving to them as they drove away. What you're saying is Lulu Wang should yeah. have killed her grandmother. No, but like... <laughs> I'm I, kidding. I, I, <laughs> no, like if it's just ambiguous, I, No, you're right. You I know? think she should have murdered her grandmother because it's a better story. Yeah, I think so too. But no... No, it, it, you mean literally the card that yeah, she shows. Yeah, like literally, like if you didn't have that like... I would think of, she died though. Yeah, but like I think that if you leave it ambiguous of just right. like this visit being a moment in time, it like I kind of like that more. I I do like knowing that she's still alive and still doing her <laughs> ha exercises. Yeah, that was so cute. They showed you know, her doing this. It. This might be a mind like it's a very superficial minus, but it made me kind of sad afterward. Is that I found out today? Yeah. Uh, when I was kind of reading that some ha-ha stuff about ha exercises it. cause lung cancer. <laughs> <laughs> the air pollution in China is so thick. No, okay, but uh. No, it's that Nene found out that of her diagnosis because the movie is so successful and they had to like tell her. Well, that that her friends were like, "It's so great, your do- your granddaughter is doing so well," and they sent her a review of the movie. And the movie is called in China, "Don't Tell Her." <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, and they haven't talked about it yet, like. They How do you know that? Because I read an interview with Lulu. When was this? Uh, like a few months ago. That's I guess. fucking crazy. Yeah. So like, I don't know. <gasps> what, I want like, her. I I wish this was nominated for like best picture. She she could like bring her to the, yeah. the Oscars. But also like it's it's yeah it's a whole thing where I'm like kind of it kind of makes me sad that now Nene knows because of I this want movie. her to know though. I don't. 
I think, yeah, I don't oh, know. Oh, did you like, not want her to know? I sort of... Like, you you came... You believed I just there. understood it, and I didn't... I thought it was really interesting and cool how committed Billy became at the end. Where she to, runs and, yeah. goes, and then goes to, like, the, like, Kinko's places, yeah. like, can you change the the Like, wording? forge, yeah, yeah, their medical paperwork. Also, another great scene in this movie is when she's talking to the doctor who's, like, giving the fake That's diagnosis. That's really interesting. And they're talking <gasps> in English so about, like, do you know that she's dying? And right. he's like, yeah, I do know. And then Nene's looking at them like, they're hitting it off. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Such a great moment. It's uh, right because there's there's different understandings that yeah, are going on so that are good. so funny. Yeah, it's what a good move. Nick, here's my proposal. Yeah, I think we should make it so that these tie. <laughs> okay. Can uh, you agree on that? Right I now? think we just had a great time and watched some really good movies. Yeah. I think who loses is the Academy. The Academy is this is, is the loser. Academy. Yeah. Like I I think right now. Yeah. They should knock off Joker. What else is you, you mean literally murder the guy who directed Joker? Because I agree. <laughs> knock him off. I am off. never an advocate for murder, Mary Ellen. I am always. In so I'm glad we yeah, have that. <laughs> All right. So let's see. Best <clears throat> picture nominees. Got to look these up as I forget. Um, and then we're going to see which ones we're, we would knock off to have these ones. Also, the directors of... Uh, I think the director of The Farewell, like Lulu, should definitely... Oh my god! Have been nominated. Oh that is god. ridiculous. It's like it's offensive. It's, ve- it's very well Especially shot. Especially that there's like no women directors, but yeah. like there's no women directors and not her. Yeah, it's just She's like, better than ugh. everybody. Yeah, it's beautifully shot. And hustlers. Yeah. Both these women directors should be here for best director. All right, here we go. Um, so I don't care about Marriage Story. Yeah, I, fuck Marriage Story. I don't care about The Irishman. I don't care about Ford v Ferrari. Oh what the fuck god. is that oh doing on there? Oh my god, cars! All right, here we go. Shit. I would knock off Ford v Ferrari and Joker and put on Hustlers in the Farewell. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Uh, just like I think that this list has some good things on it. Like Little Women, I've heard is fantastic. I've Which also we didn't get to see. I, okay, so we went to see Little Women just for fun, just for funsies. Because we're good pals. And we went to our the theater, Somerville Theater. It's a really great local art house theater. You should all go and like watch Don't movies tell them there. Where we, li- oh, you can tell them where we did did I say that we lived in Somerville? <laughs> did, did I say that we lived in Somerville, Mary Ellen? We went there. <laughs> so we went there because it is in proximity to us. <laughs> but yeah, so we went there to see it. And every showing of Little Woman was sold out except for the one that we wanted to see, and there was one ticket left. Dear audience, one fucking ticket left. So we couldn't see it. So we went home uh, and we watched Hustlers instead. And, you know, I was and a little... And Fle- Fleabag. Oh, yeah, and we watched Fleabag and a little bit of Hannibal, <laughs> which <laughs> I have... me. Uh, which friends and family out in the audience, why is Hannibal so... Like, why are there so many people who like to watch this man eat people? <laughs> It's like, it's very, it's, I don't know. I, don't, I just couldn't do it. So we switched to Fleabag, which is fantastic. Um, everyone should watch it. Season two, I think, is the better season because Mary Ellen started me there, and I agree. I think it's good. Ooh, now I'm vamping, but she is just writing stuff on the whiteboard. So I think that, that brings <laughs> both this. Do you have any others you want to add? Um, 
Mine are all very superficial, where your <laughs> farewell is very meaningful, but you know what? It's fine. They're both great. Friendship? <laughs> Friendship. What about, like, um, class commentary? No, I'm not going to write a novel. Class commentary is two words. <laughs> and then for farewell, uh, kicks you in the heart until you cry. You're, we already put Nick cried. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, let's say cool learning. Cool learning. Like cultural, <laughs> cultural. Because we learned a lot. We did, yeah. Cool cultural. And also the shot of the Chinese architecture yeah. made it feel like you were going to another world. Yeah. Like it, all of the, they were the exact same building. There's a shot in The Farewell where it's like the apartment building and it slowly pans back. But every single like foot it pans back or like moves back it's just the same building that looks exactly the same over and over and over again and it's such a cool shot and i just love it so much both these movies are great so we tied how do you feel about that (laughs) (laughs) well seeing as i proposed it and deliberately made it happen yeah uh, I feel good about it. Okay. Um, I think both these movies are fantastic. Yes. In different uh, ways. Hard recommend for both of us. I mean, like, it's fantastic work from two really talented women directors. Yeah. I'm excited to see what else they do. Yeah. Um, it's fucking absurd that neither were nominated for their work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, death to the Academy. Not literally. <laughs> Please don't arrest me. Arti- artistic death. Artistic death. <laughs> uh, and that's my story. Cool. Well, dear audience, we've tied. We are now going to talk to Let's you. Let's shake about... hands. Good oh, oh, God, I hit the mic. <laughs> oh, All right. Jesus. I'm, I'm, I'm extending in friendship. In yes. Friendship well done. Good that game. Good game. <laughs> good game. Uh, we can go home with our ball now. Now, okay. <laughs> yeah. Next week or next session. Oh, God. We have our. Oh, yeah. New... Oh, I, I was like, we forgot to pick because <laughs> I forgot that we had picked it. Yeah. Okay. And we, we picked a good one for all of you. I like it. Yeah. So give it. Give it. Give uh, it. Guys, we're going to do a class commentary movie yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. And Nick has chosen. I have chosen Sorry to Bother You. And Mary Ellen has chosen Alien. Oh, wait, man, wait, wait, there's wait, so wait, many wait. dabs. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, wait, we're going to do it again. Okay. Uh, Nick, <laughs> Nick has chosen Sorry to Bother You. And Mary Ellen has chosen Alien. <laughs> I'm so excited. I have never done an episode on Alien and I'll I'll tell it's gonna this episode's gonna be four hours long. It's I don't give a shit. You're gonna get destroyed. Okay, great. Sorry to bother you is great. You're sorry gonna get fucking just I, ethered. I don't know if just sorry to bother murdered. you. Sorry to bother you has been vast. You're gonna get points for Army Hammer, so <laughs> But what about like, he's oh like an God. idiot, but he's beautiful. Also, I will say that already I can see the negative points coming at me for the naming in this movie. Like, Cash is the main guy <laughs> whose main goal is to make cash, cash money. Sure. <laughs> but, you know, I like a straightforward... Uh... You didn't like an Inception. Yeah, because Christopher Nolan could suck my dick. <laughs> Two individuals just walked by the room, and so I didn't want to yell dick. Yeah, we're in a soundproof room, though. That's true. Dick! <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I will also say that please keep the I will subscriptions. Also say <laughs> keep listening, please. And if you definitely would, sound, try to sound as panicked as possible when you ask. Please, me. please. <laughs> if we don't get our numbers up, they're gonna cut us off. It's like speed, but for listeners. <laughs> if we don't keep a certain amount of things, the, the podcast studio will explode. Did you ever watch Muppets Tonight? No. 
they have an episode where Sandra Bullock is a celebrity guest and yeah. they have um they get taken hostage and they have to keep their ratings above the level <laughs> or they or they get canceled or so. it's so funny anyway Muppets are I love the Muppets yeah we should definitely do a Muppets episode <gasps> yeah I'm so excited we're doing this. Muppets. I'm so glad you're my friend. Nick, can you give me a picture of yourself from when you're like a child? We can have child Oh, yeah, pictures. we can wallet pictures. That'd be so great. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Okay. Do you want to become strippers together? <laughs> we, uh, I think our, our place of employment would allow it. We can do a talent show and make it into a, a stripper. <laughs> They'd love it. I, I think that they would love it. Yeah, and they would foot the bill too. Yeah, absolutely. We'd be able to just sweep up the stage, and we could just drug everyone. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Okay, you're going a little far. <laughs> going a little far for me. Let's I'm, cl- back I'm it clear. Up. I'm clearly the Ramona of this friendship. I will say though, I have a, I have some weak ankles, so I don't know if I'm going to be able. <laughs> I to I have do some weak swing. everything, so we'll yeah, work that's on true. it. That's true. But. Uh, oh yeah, let's please keep listening to our please podcast. Please keep listening. Also, if you could rate us either on iTunes, but with or, but well, but well, yeah. Again, five is the only thing that we care about. Right. I mean, we'll accept fours, but fives are like we won't where, accept fours. Okay, we won't accept fours. Sorry, no. that just. That, I mean, I know some of you won't rate now, but that's okay. <laughs> we um, don't want it. Also, if you guys could comment, it would also, it, you know, Nick, algorithms. Nick would, gets really excited every yeah, time I get, read, we get any feedback. I read it's every adorable, comment. So I really love give what Nick you guys have to say. It, it really, it just keeps me going. But also, it helps us in the algorithm to be pushed to for more and more people. And, you know, we got to buy gotta, those water rights. And right. the the doom like the apocalypse is coming the the great drought is coming right we only have a specific short <laughs> amount of time to buy these water rights so please 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 please, right. please. it's a little urgent yeah. but you know and all we're asking you to do is, is support to, our patreon <laughs> is to pledge fealty to the water kings no so uh please do whatever you want like, if right, you subscribe. if you can just throw us a dollar too yeah that'd be awesome uh also you can follow the show on twitter at uh, movie versus movie pod. I almost said movie v movie pod. I think I almost said the name of my old podcast. <laughs> you can follow Fuck it. Too. That <laughs> Nick feels a little jealous. Ah, uh, yeah, it burns within me. I didn't get to talk about Fury Road, and we won't be able to talk about. Fury uh, we'll Road. be able to talk about Fury Road, my friend. Um, so follow on movie movie v movie pod. Yeah, it's also like both of us have links to it. Yeah, if you just troll our uh, uh you can follow it. me on twitter at Alyssa caliente and i at the nick perrin and i <laughs> and i we also have an email address but i don't care well give the email address out so that people can send recommendations if you guys want to have a theme or whatever to for us to talk about movies that you think are specific we always look at them sometimes we don't pay attention to them because they're not great but sometimes <laughs> we're inspired by them but priority goes to our single backer on patreon <laughs> we will do anything you say please 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 continue we love you yeah you are right perhaps the greatest right of our fans uh-huh. in fact i'm just gonna say you are it. you're the greatest fan that right we and we love you we love whatever you, you want us to do we'll deeply do. Right. Um, also, um, the email is movie versus m- movie v. <laughs> it's movie vs movie podcast. Yes. At gmail.com. Great. Movie vs movie podcast. Vs like the letters. Yes. Not like vs like. Like what? <laughs> like what? Those are letters, Nick. I, what else I, could I they know. be? I don't know. I was just like, do you think it's like V E E E S S? Yeah. 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 You're right. That's what I meant. Um, <laughs> And yeah, and that's our story. Do we have anything else to promote? Do you have uh, any? Do you have any other projects going on? 
on the side. I'm uh, gonna be in a improv show March 1st at Improv Boston. Hey! If people want to come. It's called Celtic Wake. What? Celt- Excuse Celtic me? Celtic Wake. No, Celtic Wake. Excuse me? Yeah. Are you mocking my culture? Are you You making a comedy? <laughs> I am. Thank it's, you. It's uh, basically we are uh, improvising a Irish funeral. Yeah, so you are. Yeah. You're making comedy of, of my people. As I am not an, an Irishman. Yeah. Uh, I. What are you? Um, and, uh, I don't know. You know, Italian. I've, I, I've never felt. I've never felt the obligation like a, right. to find out. And I, I think. <laughs> and frankly, and I don't wish to. Frankly, it's like as like a white man. It's right. like, oh, I'm I'm English. I'm I'm yeah. Irish. It's like no, no, it doesn't matter. I for it me, it's like me. for me, it's um, I have one side of the family who's like very like knows our like roots in Ireland and yeah. like um, you know, there's I feel like like there's Irish Catholic American cultures like kind of specific <laughs> yeah. and and so then there's like a cool like. I don't know. So, like, that's – it's important to me in that way, but I'm not, right. like uh, – Do you have the little heart ring that you that – Cl- like... The little heart – it's a clotta. Thank the clotta. you. Um, no, yeah. I don't. I used to have one. Because that's a, a clotta metal to be lugging around. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> I'm going to kill everybody you know... except for you and your family. <laughs> do you know – do you know how the clotta works? Where yeah. it's like you point it outward. You're looking for love. Maybe I should get one. Yeah. Maybe that's been the problem. And then people this whole will be time. like, oh. Oh, look at that oh that Irish thought over there. <laughs> I gotta I gotta hit her up. Uh, also, if you guys want to, you should tell Mary Ellen whether she should download Tinder again. She's wavering. <laughs> um, she's like committed that she shouldn't. I'm wavering in that I have a gun against my head <laughs> and then the app on my phone. So like if you think, oh my god, Mary Ellen, get back on the tinder she'll make a poll on no her. i won't i won't do any of this maybe i'll make a poll that's whether she should you're 89 followers i have 89 followers and this is the mm-hmm. definitive poll so if you want come wait on i'm over. sorry for your 89 followers <laughs> yeah they're the greatest okay top 100 followers in all of twitter and guess what friends it's not with, even uh, another another 11 you of you can be the top 100 yeah if you want to get it on the ground floor of following nick i hit the mic again <laughs> I just get so excited. I could tell. Okay, this is okay. Oh, let's, We're let's, done. <laughs> yeah. It's over. Yeah, I'm starting to uh, cough. We had a great time. Watch the Academy yeah, Awards. Watch. Oh, wait, we should find out when they are. They're soon. Maybe we could like live tweet it as like a thing with the podcast. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, why And not? also, if people want to hear us like just watch movies that are bad like Joker or whatever and then just trash them as like bonus pods. Yeah, uh, like, maybe we could do this like a Patreon offering yeah. for our, <laughs> for our <laughs> one person. <laughs> that would be really fun. Um, uh, it's Sunday, February 9th. And so ooh. this episode is coming out. We actually timed this pretty well. This episode is coming out on the 5th. Fuck yeah. So that's the week before. <laughs> that's that's called, I'm rarely that good at, at planning <laughs> these things. So I'm proud of myself. All right, next time, Alien versus Sorry to Bother You. Class commentary. Class commentary. Mary Ellen, lit. take us out with a sign off. Uh, it, this has been movie versus movie. Uh, uh, ki- give your grandma a kiss. <laughs> yeah, give your grandma kisses. <laughs> Bye. That could be our new setup for every episode. <laughs> <laughs>